You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. I know that there is a lot of givers in our church. And we just want to say thank you so much for supporting God's vision and supporting this house. We really appreciate you. And we know that God will reward you according to your giving. Amen. What you do in silent, in secret, God will always reward in public. And that's what the Bible tells us. We just want to say thank you so much. So right now we're going to lead a little uh, table talk discussion about finances, tithing, giving, and sacrificial giving. I believe it's going to bless each one of you. I want to ask you something that you will open up your heart right now. I know the money talk is a little bit, it can become uncomfortable for a lot of people, but we're going to play, uh, we're going to speak plainly. We're going to speak boldly and we're going to, we're just not going to hide anything from you guys. We're just going to say it like it is what we believe in and it will bless your life. Please open up your hearts because I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak through these people will speak each story will speak to you personally so be ready for that amen and we're just gonna dive right into it we're gonna start with Naz so Naz could you please share with us a story your story uh, that you made a, a kind of like a, a prayer to God that you really wanted for your um, tithe for your the whole annual income to become your tithe eventually. And for those of you who don't know what tithe is, it's 10% that we give to the church, to God, from our whole income. And so can you please share with us? Hi, I'm Naz. Uh, before I start, I just want to say it's uh, honestly probably a humbling experience even to sit here because uh, I'm not the sharpest crane in the box. But, uh, <clears throat> but honestly, it's all praise to God. Uh, for what he did and what he's doing in, in mine and these people's lives. Uh, so I guess a uh, pretty normal story, I guess, from the beginning. Um, so I was single, uh, living with my parents, uh, working two jobs, um, and just kind of living normal teenager uh, life, coming to church, you know, giving my best, uh, giving my tithe. And about four years ago, I guess that's where it all changed. Me and Pastor Vlad went to Ukraine for this one conference. And on that conference, something really got deposited inside of me. Something really got like ignited. I heard many stories and many testimonies of people getting up and sharing how their financial life went through the roof. And with their money, they start supporting church, giving, tithing, buying even church buildings I mean uh, there's one testimony that really got like imprinted in me and I remember that day like it was yesterday where there was church of thousands and pastor had a desire to buy a building it was about two million dollars and uh, those uh, those two gentlemen God just placed it hey write the check bring it to pastor and buy the building and man I mean I got I was like oh man one day <laughs> I mean, me and my wife drive through, uh, you know, by faith assembly, you know, and my prayer before was, man, who's going to be that guy, you know, that will buy the church for us one day. But like my, my, my prayer now is like, God, man, I want to be that person the one day Come on, somebody, that yeah. I will, you know, maybe secretly write a check. <laughs> Anyways, well, back to we the story. That. Yeah, and so how it all started is uh, after working two jobs, I'm not going nowhere. I'm still single, still live with my parents, not married. I'm like, God, you got to do something. You know, talking with my mentors, like, you got to start a business. But okay, let's do it. 
I'm like, I don't have money to start a business, crack up my 401k, who needs it? Jesus is coming soon anyways. Um, <laughs> cashed in my 20, uh, I think it was like 19 or 20,000, started a business. And man, I was like, I was thinking well, things are going to go, you know, up really quick and I'm going to start, you know, cashing in. But obviously things went totally opposite way. I mean, things really down quick. <laughs> I remember coming home to my wife. I'm like, I got a use for you. She's like, I got one for you too. I'm like, you go first. She's like, I'm, uh, we're pre She's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, babe, we're not doing good. Like, we got to move out of this apartment. We can't afford it. But like, don't worry. Things will go up. And I lied. It didn't go up. <laughs> things went down even more, you know. Lost the car. I had to move in with parents. It just things like really bad, you know file bankruptcy just but through that time I remember I still had that prayer I'm like God the prayer that I prayed in Ukraine three four years ago God I want my income be my tithe and I think I counted that uh, at that time I worked two jobs I think it was like about 24,000 you know and my, at, that, at that time my tithe was like 300 200 bucks you know a week I was like how in the world I'm gonna bring 24,000 to church I mean I was like just think about that I was like crazy I'm like that's like Bill Gates Oprah money you know um yeah but I still had that you know started the business I'm like things are gonna go great and obviously things didn't go well you know Chase start calling Discovery start calling and I remember those are the moments you know how they say it, when poop hits the fan <laughs> things got really challenging and that's where you make um the uh, commitment that I'm gonna still give I'm gonna still serve I'm gonna still give so so through your time of struggle financially you and your wife you guys kept giving and sacrificially giving is that what you oh yeah I mean we're talking about where I think the lowest point I think when I was drive through in McDonald's it was dollar menu you know and that's when they start charging for a sauce I, I was like <laughs> How, how low, like, you're testing me, big guy. <laughs> like, how low can you get right now? How, Lana, you don't understand eating spicy chicken with no sweet and sour sauce. I don't. It's, it's a challenging experience. Anyways, but because what would happen, all the money would come in from a business and we'll take right away our, our tithes and our offering and we'll just give. And we will you know deal with discovery card chase cards and all the other bills and I could I wish I could tell you you know I came to the conference prophet Java prophesied you're a millionaire I spent 20 times and waved and Shandamanda Shurabarahanda and I became <laughs> prosperous but it was through hard work year after year of giving sacrificing that this by the end of this year you know we don't check how much we give we just give and we got the list of amount that we gave this year and you know I was really hoping to hit that 24,000 and I was shocked that we actually doubled in giving and I was like it, it really was such a humbling experience and Vlad called me like you got to share I'm like man honestly man I don't know if I even can talk about that. So your previous income actually became your tie today correct? The prayer yeah, that you prayed to God it doubled. Yeah, Come on you guys give a round of applause. This is absolutely amazing what God has done in his life. And you know what? 
this is for somebody. Your income today, if you dream about that, will become your tithe tomorrow. He dared to believe that and God actually blessed his business through thick and thin. He was faithful and consistent with his giving and you know he didn't back out because he stood in faith and God came through in Jesus name. Amen. This is absolutely amazing. Thank you Nas so much for sharing. Would you please give a mic to Julie right now. We're gonna see uh, hear her amazing story about tithing as well. Julie you wanted your um let me get this right because I can mispronounce. So tell us how it came about you tithing on the level or your desired income rather than your current income. Tell us about that. So I'm self-employed and I um, have my own business and a few years ago I heard a message. It was just like an offered word by Pastor Ilya and he shared how him and Mariana decided to start tithing not based on what their income was then but based on what their income uh, the income that they wanted to have and that really hit home for me I um, always had like a perspective of money that was kind of not the most positive like it was stressful for me when I would think about money it was like okay trying to get clients like grow my business it was all about like work work and I didn't really have much peace it was just a lot it was more of like a burden but I mean God did provide because we always were faithful but I didn't have that peace and um so I was inspired through Pastor Ilya's word to um, start tithing above my tithe. And I started doing that. And through the year, um, I set a goal of how much I wanted to make. But through the whole year, I didn't reach that goal until December of last year. Um, and I did reach that goal that year. I went above that goal. And then a year ago, Pastor Lana and Vlad, we were talking with them. And I told them I, want, I had a goal of a certain number to reach for this year monthly. And by the end of this year, I more than doubled what that goal was. Um, and I didn't think that was possible for me. That was, you know, unrealistic because I worked so hard for it so long. Um, with this, I want to say that even though I was faithful through all of it, um, I still had to work really hard. And even though God provided financially, one of the biggest differences was how much peace I have and how much uh, I don't stress anymore about finances. And I know that God will provide because... Um, one thing I wanted to say, and one of the reasons why I would give, even give above that or like do an, a sacrifice is the Bible says about um, where your... Uh your heart is where your treasure is. And I noticed that like I was just like tightly holding, you know, like just kind of like wanted to be in control. And so I gave my money and I knew that my heart would follow, you know. And so I gave my money to God and my heart followed. And I did, I did see that in my life. And um, I was, you know, hesitant about sharing this as well, just as Nazar mentioned. But because Pastor Ilya shared it two years ago and um, I it changed my life. And so I wanted to share it with you guys. And if God puts something on your heart, you know, to give, it, our stories are all completely different, but God is faithful in all the ways. And if God puts it on your heart to be giving a certain way, just follow that lead. Don't, there's no formula. It's just how God puts it on your heart and it's going to definitely pay off. 
Amen, amen. We believe that, you know, God will bring our income to the level of our giving because God is very faithful. And if we trust Him with the most important thing in our world, which is money, because we all spend so much money, uh, so much time working for it, and we need it to, you know, live our lives. You know, when we take that step of faith, God will always honor it and He will bring our income to the level of our giving. If you can put up the quote as well. Guys, write those quotes down you can you know put them on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. They are amazing. Come on you guys let's put our hands together for Julie. Thank you so much Julie for sharing that. And next one is going to be Sulamita. By the way guys this is her birthday today. Can you please give her a round of applause? That is awesome. Now, Salamita, can you please share with us your story of how God convicted you to start tithing from your side business? Um, so, like, my journey of giving began 10 years ago, 16, when I first got my first job. And I was always taught that anything you make, 10%, it's not yours, it's God's, you give it to church, charity. So I was always so faithful in my, uh, like, full-time job giving, but not when it came to, like, uh, my side incomes. But even though during those 10 years, um, you know, I didn't win the lottery, but I got like so much of God's favor I saw in my life when it came to finances. Um, going to school for four years and being able to graduate without any debt. Um, then going into management, there was like one year where I got promoted three times. Um, and then last month this year I was able to purchase a home so like these past 10 years just to be able to see God's favor but not only that but also God's protection which is sometimes even more important where God protects you if it's bad business deals or connections or car accidents but um there was a time where I really wanted a job and um and I got it but a few days before I was supposed to start they called and they're like that business was bought out you don't have a job and so me being unemployed, getting unemployment checks, still tithing because I knew that God was so faithful. So beginning of this year, I started like a side business and it started out very small. I was only making an extra $100 a month. And so I didn't even think of tithing because I'm like, God, I'm so faithful with my other tithe. Like, do you need the $10? Um, and so month over month, it kept growing and it was just like, I barely even had to do anything. It was just God's favor. Um, and I came to a point where I'm like, God, you've been so faithful. And yes, you don't need my money, but I need your favor and I need your protection over it. Um, and so my advice, I always think of this whenever, you know, you get paid and you're like, I could really use that extra money. But I've heard it said over and over that if you can't live on 90%, you won't live on 100 so if you have like a side business, if it's walking, walking people's dogs, babysitting, and you're getting like $20, $50, and you're like, God, you don't, the church doesn't need it, but you need it. You need God's favor. You need his protection, and he's so faithful. Come on, invite God to your side hassle. That's a good one. Thank you, Salamitha, so much. We can pass the mic to Brian, and we want to hear from Brian. Are you guys being blessed so far by, by, by their stories? You know, this is incredible. I believe that, you know, 
we, we always hear uh, our preachers sharing the stories of generosity, of crazy givings and how God breaks through, brings breakthrough in their lives. But we don't hear like uh, after stage people's stories. I call them silent givers, okay? And they all and a lot of you have these kind of a crazy stories of when God breaks through and comes, you know, when we sacrifice and give. And right now, Brian, would you please share with us uh, about a time when you got saved and you felt like giving all your uh, money like all your month paychecks just away to the church why did you do that what was the motiv motivation for you yeah so for me um, I've been a Christian now for about three four years and before that it was all my life was um, filled with drugs alcohol and all of my finances went to that I worked I never had enough money um, everything was for that lifestyle that I was living. And um, I remember one time I was, I, the first time I went to treatment, we had, we had to do an activity and we had to write down, you know, how much we thought we spent on drugs and alcohol. And they didn't want us to over, you know, go over on what we were thinking. So anyways, for me, I was about 21 at the time and it was well over $100,000. And, um, and can you repeat that again? I don't think they heard it. How much? It was, it was well over $100,000. On drugs and alcohol, guys. Okay. That's a lot of money. Keep going. Generous. Generous with Satan. Yeah. So, you know, I was, in a sense, I was generous, generous in that, you know, that way. But uh, it was, so when I got saved, um, I told God, I said, I'm going to, you know, the way I was living with my finances then, I'm going to do that with you. And um, there was another time that I, I, or I thought back before I gave that first check. And um, it was, I had overdosed multiple times. And two of the times I had died. And one of them, the medical staff actually brought me back. And, um, you know, so I was thinking to myself, like, I owe, I'm not owe, but there's so much that has been given to me. And finances are a big part of, everyday life now and it's you know everything we do we go to work for it but anyways I just said you know I'm going to live all out for you and I'm going to give generously and um, since then since I got saved every year I did it the one you guys are talking about but I've consistently done it and I haven't done it here at the church but a lot of my giving is I give to people outside of church and I just feel that you know uh, God's taking care of me here at church I think it was a little bit after I gave that first one that uh, I actually received a car. And wow, that's amazing. And now I you, get, you're I, saying that you gave away money, not expecting anything back, and somebody just gifted you a car? Well, it, well I don't think it was necessarily that, but I, I'm just saying, you know, I'd got blessed with a car. So, you know, you give and you bless other people, and God's going to do things that where you are going to be blessed. Yeah. And now I don't. You know, I don't struggle for money. I don't make a lot of money, but I also, you know, I don't struggle for it. And my, um, you know, God says that he's going to bless you with finances and everything. But it also says that, you know, he is going to um, work on your behalf, you know, against the devourer. And whatever it is, is trying to take your money. So you have that protection over your life. And I believe now, you know, my health's good. Everything's good. And I don't have these other things that are coming into my life and taking the money like before when I wasn't serving God. Oh, come on guys. Let's put our hands together for Brian.
Wow, that is so powerful. That is absolutely powerful. Think about it. Why are we stingy with God when we were so generous in our addictions to giving money to just like dumb satanic things like seriously uh, I believe that this has to change okay and we have to stop this mentality that we cannot be generous with God and with people just helping people if we if Brian gave away so much money on drugs I'm sure we can do better for God's house and for God's vision to see people saved amen come on you know, I remember a time in my life, um, it was like about 10 years ago, I, I, I got saved and um, my parents right here, I want you to guys honor them and put your hands together for them. I'm just going to talk about it just for a second. Thank you, daddy and mom. They're visiting me in town. But my parents always taught me to tithe, tithe, give my tithing to church and 10 years ago, um, I went to full-time school and I was working part-time and I had to pay my bills and sometimes I didn't even have enough money for gas but I knew one thing that I have to be pay faithful with God's uh, God that with the blessing that God gives me okay and I continued to tithe and one time my friend went to the missionary trip and I had a hundred dollars and I felt like I need to give it to her and that was all money that I had okay at that time and so I just okay God I'm gonna do it I'm gonna bless her she's gonna do an amazing job right there and uh, I gave her money and I kind of like I felt a little bit like weird and heavy at the moment and I'm like wow God she didn't even say thank you I feel so weird like oh my God what about me and that's what I thought I'm like for her it was nothing for me it was everything a hundred bucks that's all I had and so I gave it away and a little bit later Holy Spirit kind of told me that Lana I still remember that a hundred dollars that you gave to that girl okay and now I look back and I see that God's favor not only financially but health-wise family-wise it just follows my life and my family uh, within like 12 years I have never once gone to doctor because of the health or anything of that sort God gave me good health and things like that and I'm just so thankful to God and what uh, Brian said God not only wants to bless you with money but also with a lot of different things amen and right now uh, Sergi we go to you uh, so tell us about the story when uh, you gave five thousand dollars at once to the project that our worship team had and you were sacrificial throughout those whole years and what God has done in your life so my story kind of goes a little bit back so uh, what happened is so when I was I don't know many years ago um, after high school I was in college and you know I was working part-time in college and then going to school and um, after I finished my studies um, I was looking for a job and there was not that many openings in that field that I studied um, so I worked maybe another year and a half um, part-time and I was like you know this is this is not good because I studied and now I can't find a job in that field um, so our church we went a trip uh, to Africa to to Joshua and uh, he was prophesying he's like you know what um, you're a generous giver and then you have nothing to give but time comes when you're gonna have something to give so I was like okay you know I'll take it and so I came home and it took about a year later where I finally found a full-time job which was an hour away from here and you know and I was like, okay so you know I continued tidying through the whole time 
And um, then I found a closer job in, in city. And the same month, I also was able to buy a house. And then things kind of start, you know, rolling. Because uh, in my current job, you know, in a matter of three years, I got three promotions. And, you know, and then we, me and my wife, um, when there was a thing going on with worship where they were trying to raise funds for the new CD, I felt in the heart to, you know, give so we can bless, so they can reach out with this CD across the world. Um, so that's when we gave. And, you know, looking through back of my life, um, I see the God's favor and blessing uh, over it. And it's, you know, it's consistently giving. And you don't, sometimes you give and you don't, you don't get a lottery ticket, you know, next day that you win. Or, you know, sometimes it takes time. And then God is faithful. Um, when you're in a need, he comes through. And, you know, you don't get instant results. It's not a magic pill. But God sees your faithfulness. And when you give, he sees you and he will bless you. Come on. Come on, guys. Let's put our hands together for God. Wow. What a story. You know, I want you to turn your head over to, to, towards that placard where the, it says, you cannot outgive God. And you know, this is what we believe actually. You cannot outgive God. Whatever you give to God is never forgotten. God will always come through with amazing blessings into your life. Amen. Amen. And our last story will be from Edder. Edder, would you please share? Um, <laughs> come on. <laughs> share with us a story how uh, you and your wife, you guys gave sacrificially into the Cash Luna's ministry and this uh, cycle of poverty and limitation, constant financial limitation was broken over you guys. Um, yeah, um, that was, I think, uh, three years ago. Um, for those who don't know, I came to United States uh, 14 years ago. So before those uh, three years, you know, I've been working since I came, you know, straight working, working, working all the time. And um, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't see money in my pockets. You know, it will just go some, somewhere else. Um, so we were like struggling when it comes to this, this kind of things. And um, Vladimir was preaching at the end of the year that we should, you know, do a sacrificial giving, um, either money or, or, you know, material things to something. So, you know, I've been, when he said that, you know, I've been listening to, to Cash Luna for, I don't know, for a year almost. So I felt in my heart that I should, you know, bless that ministry. So I did. And um, right after, you know, we, we gave that uh, money to, um, to to that pastor, we we started to see how the favor of God, you know, came upon our lives. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. So I remember we were sitting in Olive Garden. And you were sharing the story how after you guys uh, gave that sacrificial amount of money towards another ministry, you know, but you guys started to see like financial breakthrough in your life. Like you were able to have money on your savings. Yeah. where before it was not even possible for yeah, you guys. Um, that, that same year I started to uh, take photos not just for church but for more for you know people and um, I it took a lot of prayer it took sacrifices I remember myself praying around 11 30 p.m with my camera and in the name of Jesus you're gonna take me all over you're gonna bring me money we were <laughs> yeah um, and in those days, we were like very uh, connected to um, this ministry in Africa, and I remember like having the bottle of water, like spraying on the camera, you know, in the name of Jesus, you know. So, and uh, it took a lot of prayer. Um, I will always, 
I, I've been always very generous, you know. It, my father always was like that, so I got that from him. And um, we started to see how, like, you know, after, like, being so short in money, now we have, like, three months of expenses covered. And, um, you know, my, thank God my photography business, you know, keeps growing. Uh, that same year, I did A weddings, and uh, the following year, last year, I did, um, like, 15, I think, no, more than no, 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 let me see, let me see. 15, this year I did more than 20. Next year I already have uh, booked 15 and I'm pretty sure the number is going to be uh, So your even business higher. is growing and tripling. Yeah. Come on. And uh, I also wanted to mention really quick that uh, in, in the first year that when we did that, uh, that giving, um, our, car, our car broke down because, well, not broke down, my wife um, had an accident and the car was total. And um, both of you, you know, Vladimir and Lana gave us your car. So that was a huge blessing as well. And then we had another, not an incident, but we had to sell the cars but because now we had three babies, so we couldn't feed no more. So, you know, we gathered some money for the down payment of the car. We went to Ilya and Martin. And, um, you know, I had, I had thought that I was going to give 4000 But then uh, we had to pay some stuff, so I only could come with 3000 and I gave him 3000 so I can do payments and they were like don't worry you know 3000 is fine and that's a huge blessing yeah come on this is so awesome thank you guys you know we believe that sacrificial giving breaks the yoke of limitation upon our lives just like it happened in Eder's life after he felt the leading of the Holy Spirit to give sacrificially to certain ministry he felt a ch like literally change in his finances it's like the wind blowing in your back God's favor coming and this is what happens when we are like following that lead of the Holy Spirit with a sacrificial giving God's blessing comes upon our lives. Amen. And this is absolutely undeniable. I know Eder and his wife and how they used to live and the change right now. And the way his business is growing, he's actually one of the best photographers in town. Okay, yeah. you guys? Yep. Amen, amen. Wow, this is amazing. Have you guys been enjoying so far? Yep. Come on. Uh, thank you guys so much for sharing today. I really appreciate that. Right now we want to do something special. I want you to stay here for a second. Uh, we're just gonna um, do an offering right now. But before that, I want to just share one thought that really, I feel like the Lord spoke to me with this thought and said that some of you that consider this uh, church your home, but you don't give. Let me tell you something. This will limit you okay uh, when we buy things for our house when we clothe and feed our children at home that means we consider that our home okay we will buy everything we will spend money our heart goes there but if you find yourself in a situation oh I can't fit in I don't feel like I'm accepted I just don't feel like um, I just don't feel like fitting in like I always feel like it's not my home but let me tell you something start giving and you will feel like this is your home okay because the Bible says Jesus said that where your money is there your heart will be also it says your treasure and he was talking about money let me tell you something money 
When we give our money, our heart follows that place. And if you want to break the yoke of limitation upon your life and make this church your home, just start giving financially. It doesn't really uh, have to be um, a lot of money, but it has to mean something to you. And God will come through and you will feel like at home. Amen. Like I told you, we're going to speak very uh, blank honest without any sugar coating. Okay. I hope you guys could swallow that. And I know you were blessed. And right now, I, wanna, I want us to raise up on our feet. Just let's get up on our feet, you guys too. And we will pray right now for our finances. Amen. Amen. God is good. And all the time, I was watching and I already listened twice to these stories. I saw two common words, favor and faithfulness. I've talked to a lot of people in my life who don't tithe. I always heard one common word, not enough and struggle. So <clears throat> I know that this is a very sensitive topic for some of you, especially who didn't grow up, your parents teaching you that. And it's okay. But today you can be retaught. I'm fortunate that for me it wasn't an option. <laughs> giving was like in our family, it's like eating and giving. You know, uh, first time I had uh, $7,000, I didn't earn that. I had an accident where my leg was broken and the uh, lawyers did their job and they gave me uh, I think $7,000. And so when I turned 17, I think I was 17 or 16 and a half, my dad brought the money. Look, he took the money. He says, with these I buy you a car. And then he gave me an envelope that had $700 and he said, these go to God. You know, I remember it was, it was kind of painful. I'm like, $700 for a teenager? That's like $3 million. <laughs> I mean, and he, and he bought them like in 20, so it's like a thick envelope. I felt like, you know, I could buy half of Tri-Cities with that. You know, and I held it and I'm like, I paid for this with my broken leg. I'm not giving this to God. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, this is mine, you know, like mine. <clears throat> And so, and I've wrestled with that. I've really wrestled with that. And, but this was, my dad told me, he says, I can't make you do it. But he says, we're immigrants in this country. He says, mom and I don't have education. He says, the fact that we're prospering, he says, it's not because we're smart. It's because we have God's favor. And he says, son, this is how it's done. Some of you, you come to this church and you call this church home but you have not been faithful in tithing. I ask you that today you repent. Uh, don't tip because many of you tip God. You give just kind of whatever but just make a decision to put God first in your finances. It's not about money, it's about your heart and it's about putting God first especially if finances is the area you're currently struggling. Maybe you have money but you're hurting. And like Julie said, there's no peace. You're constantly fighting with your spouse make make decisions starting this service no more tipping but you're gonna tithe meaning that when you get a check you put 10 percent. you put it in the envelope you put it aside and you bring to God and you pray a prayer you don't just toss it in and say get it God we say God I trust you God I need you and God I thank you when I give those are the three prayers I say God I trust you tithing is always about trust it's God trusting you, God testing your heart and you testing God's. Secondly, tithing is about saying, God, I need you. Let my income today become my tithe tomorrow. You may say, but that's not possible. With you, yes, it's not. With God, nothing is impossible. And number three, tithing says, God, 
I thank you yeah I don't have and I love how these people shared you know went through thick and thin but I'm here but I have a good family you know I have three children they're healthy but I'm alive have not been to the hospital not that those people who've been to the hospital are not generous that's not the case but I just I see God's blessing on my life and I feel grateful because people a lot of times who don't give they're always they always there's a sense of entitlement and there's a sense of you gotta fight for it you gotta control it give God the control there is one more thing that one of the reasons that I give is the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 to store your treasures in heaven for on earth there is a thief there is rust and there is moth there's thieves they take stuff you heard what Brian said a hundred thousand dollars by the age of 21 he gave it to drugs and it killed him four times it was only the grace of God that he's standing here today you know his mom today is serving God she was in the first service other people are coming to the Lord and this guy who's supposed to be dead four times is a year away from finishing his bachelor's degree God is faithful he wants to show favor on your life for those of you who come here maybe you feel like man it's, it's, it's all about money your heart is not in the right place yet it's the heart issue and if the word even money from the pulpit just causes you to cringe it's called mammon it's a demon and you gotta break it there's only one way to get it out is gut it out through being generous it's not about us it's about Jesus it's about the kingdom of God amen and so right now what we're gonna do is we're gonna take our offering and we're gonna offer it to God for some of you you didn't bring anything today but you're gonna make a promise right now you so Lord starting this day I'm gonna start putting you first in my finances some of you you've been inconsistent with it and you're gonna make a decision today you're gonna be consistent starting next year as a church we will do once a year in January on the third Sunday of January we will do a sacrifice we haven't talked about it in the church but almost every person on this stage myself included and many of you here you practice this and you see God move mightily in your life for once a year we offer something to God that matters to us the most I remember a few years ago Edder came at the end of the year we challenged I challenged these guys to give sacrifice to God and Edder went through his he, he said he didn't have money to give that year so he went through his clothes and as you see he he has a sense of style about him I don't know about the pink jacket but other <laughs> it looks better on him he said yeah but he, he has a sense of style and so he buys really nice clothes you know he doesn't buy he doesn't buy just any clothes he buys he buys really really, really nice clothes Jacob Jacob, Jacob one second. and so he went through his wardrobe he felt in his heart to give his best clothes away and so he went through his closet come here for a second tell me how it happened because you didn't want to give the best clothes you wanted to give the ones that you don't use right yeah uh, so that was the case because i just wanted to give the clothes that i don't really use but uh in that moment god was like so what's the point so i'm like oh wow so it's gonna be painful so i took man like the best clothes that i had and i gave it to to saki to pablo to a lot of these kids come to my apartment and it seemed like they went to the mall once they went to the houses and then, and then I came I came to a house with a big luggage of clothing as well I give you my watch at the time we were the same size yeah no, not anymore yeah so yeah that, that was the, the, the case so the point being is that for those of you who maybe 
you had a bad bad encounter with this and you when you hear this stuff like that maybe it reminds you of some tbn praise-a-thons or some other stuff you're like oh that's that church again it's it's that thing again i want to tell you something our heart is pure before god we don't sell you anything that we don't eat ourselves what we teach is what changes our life what changed all of our lives as ministers as leaders here we live this life regularly where we sacrifice where we give to God and we pray we fast and we give and as a part of this house we want you to carry our DNA carry our passion carry our desire is it easy no but it's way easier than being on drugs amen let's take our offering into our hand right now and we're gonna pray we're gonna bless this we're gonna speak God's favor into our finances we're gonna speak God's favor into our careers we're gonna speak that next year in two years three years that your income today will become your tithe tomorrow that God will open doors that only he can and that you will be able to next year sit on this stage and say you know what after I heard those testimonies something changed in my finances let's pray you can raise your offering or raise your phone if you're giving through texting if you're watching us on live stream you can participate in this as well you can go on our website and give and connect many of you write to us and say I want to be a part of Hungry Gen I want to partner with Hungry Gen this is one of the ways you can partner with us let's pray Father God, first of all, we thank you so much for providing for us, God. We thank you for every single thing that we have through you, God. We thank you for the money. We thank you for the strength to get those money, God. And right now, we bless every single person upon this place, God. And we ask you that you will begin to increase their blessing so they can bless others, God. For those who are making decisions to be sacrificially givers God I ask you that you will just bless their decision God that they will see miracles Lord that they will see breakthrough in the rare areas God that they struggle in Jesus name right now God I pray for the increase in businesses Lord increase in blessings upon their families in Jesus mighty name Lord I pray that they will be healthy and not spend money on medicine in Jesus name Lord I ask you that your blessing and your favor will be upon every single person in Jesus mighty name we pray Lord yes father God we ask you God for every business God in this place God I ask you if God they're struggling right now God help them God to stay firm God do not lose God the heart of giving God I ask you let them trust in you God that you will bring them through God I ask you God increase God I ask you your blessing God I ask you the win of favor God to God to blow over God every business God I ask you God let this year end God on the good note God and next year God double them God expand God every business God God protect us God from every God calamity lawsuits God tragedies God I ask you God I cover God every family every business God I ask you God bless them God multiply everything God their hand touches let it be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Thanks for listening to this week's message from Hungry Generation. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat by using at HungryGen. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.